This is Beyond Governance with Dr. Nimrod Mbele. Lassie, good evening and welcome. No, thank you. Thank you, Dr. What what, what do you make of Alex's viewpoint on on this very uh, serious issue? No, I I think he's making a very very profound and I think powerful background and uh, helped in contextualizing uh, the the approach, uh, especially from the party's point of view, but also most importantly the historic view of the NC's policy directives around uh, the issue. I would have thought that he would... uh, expand more, obviously deriving from also the Freedom Charters uh, clause that says the land shall be shared among those who, who work it. But what I also appreciate uh, from, you know, Alex's approach is uh, I think it's a, it's a very practical, rational, non-emotive, you know, you know, in approach that, uh, you know, whips emotions uh, that doesn't really come to, you know, directly addressing the issues. Uh, he mentioned something very critical, which I want to latch on. The issue of the land audit, which I think is a fundamental point of departure, you know, that uh, must be encouraged as part of the package of addressing this. But the other must also be to do a review of uh, the extent to which uh, land restitution had, you know, uh, succeeded really in addressing this fundamental issue. Because it can't just be something that we delete from memory. It was one of the instruments identified at earlier times uh, from 1994 when Mandela took over that uh, land restitution would actually be a a primary, uh, you know, intervention, you know, that government would do land, uh, large tracts of land, you know, were acquired, uh, our people were given, uh, you know, the opportunity. But all I know is that uh, a lot of those have actually collapsed. Uh, We're talking here, fast forwarding to today, a situation where when we used to be a you know, a a, a, a a very important agricultural production, you know, economy. Uh, we've had a sharp drop, you know, of uh, commercial farming to a point that we even uh, import crops, you know, that we used to produce. We used to be the food basket, you know, of this continent, uh, uh, you know, ourselves and, and Zimbabwe. But of course, we continue to lead uh, when Zimbabwe's economy collapsed. What, what really happened to the land restitution? processes as one of the uh, important, uh, you know, interventions. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also key, uh, uh, you know, if I, well, if I, when one can just wrap up that when we approach the matter, we also do so locating it in the context of a very important foundation built by Nelson Mandela around issues of reconciliation, of peace, of uh, creating stability, because you, you can't deal with issues uh, in an emotive environment, uh, uh, where you actually polarize uh, you know, the whole country, where you create uncertainty, you create instability, because, you know, the economy is like a, 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 a goose. Can give us a perspective. Uh, last you've heard what the, what, what the Rev have said, mm. which, which logically makes a lot of sense, because you've got an audit. The audit tells percentages of who owns what and where. Uh, and beyond that, when you're going to take, when you talk about expropriation, the assumption is that you're going to expropriate specific pieces of land and you can only do that once you have clarified issues of, of, of ownership who owns what and where and it seems at this point it doesn't it seems as if there is no clarity around mm-hmm. which uh, uh, pockets of land is going to be expropriated uh, uh, to a point where there is this understanding uh, 
uh, which is uniform, that addresses not only South African investors, but also addresses foreign investors. Uh, pertinent to the issue that you've raised around food security, which, is, which by the way, the president uh, in his numerous speeches uh, is of the view that, um, you know, the food security issues won't, won't, won't be disturbed. What, what's your take on this? Mm. You know, someone <clears throat> once cautioned against, uh, you know, uh, putting or uh, placing our sight on an objective uh, without uh, clarity of what we want to do and achieve. And an example he made was that of a, a little dog that was parking at a moving truck and, and say, you know, what, what happens if the truck stops? What will, what will this little dog do with the truck? And I think we should really avoid running that risk of just making noise and uh, flaring emotions and uh, getting engaged in all this rhetoric without addressing the fundamental question of what it is that we want to do with the land. What is our success story in that regard in the 25 years that we have been in charge? What are the interventions that anyone came up with that were tested, that were failed? What can we review out of that and what corrective measures can we make out of that? And most importantly, the issue of uh, redress, of addressing the imbalances of the past, of uh, inclusion you know, of our people in the economy are fundamental and uh, they can also be addressed outside Ignoring the fact that uh, in 1913, you know, 87 of the land was taken away from the indigenous people in the hands of whites. But I think what becomes key is what is the best, most viable, responsible way of handling this just the same way as our leaders, you know, realize that if we did not find a way of finding consensus and finding the middle ground that bring all parties together and agree on what is workable, because, uh, you know, Things that happen in society go through evolutions, uh, there's development interventions, there's revolutions, there's a giant leap of moving from one part. You know, there's, there's ways in which you can intervene that brings everyone to the party that does not really flare up emotions, that does not polarize. Kodesha, for me, was a critical example of an intervention that avoided, you know, a civil war that we would have experienced or destruction to human life and property that could have happened if leaders did not really sober up and say, but after all the fights, we have a future, we have a nation, we have a country to run. And perhaps it's important that our politicians should actually look at that. Perhaps uh, an idea of uh, an economic uh, you know, uh, growth and development, Codessa, that also incorporates the issue of land as a fundamental aspect. Uh, and I'm glad that the ANC has gone through its own internal process you know of engaging on this following uh, the 54th uh, you know you know conference perhaps it should go beyond and start canvassing because that's how the NC that we know operates absolutely that it will sell its ideas it will canvass it will seek consensus it will actually find ways of responsibly not not really jumping on the bandwagon uh, i was saying to one of uh, my uh, very good comrades in the EFF uh, who are by the way most of them are very young, very young to even know what happened you know, in the past, and I was asking, but why are you so angry? More angry than us that have actually gone through these experiences of group areas, act of forced removals, and what if you... The anger will not provide any answer. What will provide answers is really looking at both sides of the coin and saying, what is the best, most responsible way of bringing all parties to agree gradually? We, we would move to finding a solution, but you you cannot... 
in a situation that, like we realized in the past that we, we had the capacity to fight, we rendered South Africa ungovernable, but we did not have the capacity to overthrow the country, I mean the, the enemy overnight, actually uh, 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 not taking into consideration the, ex- the, 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 the extent of uh, destruction that Thank could you. happen. So I, I would really propose... Uh, an idea of uh, you know our political leaders. We'll, we'll, we'll come back. We'll come back to, to, to the resolution, yeah. which which I think yeah. um, will obviously be yeah. part of our. But, but, what, but what is important, as I was saying, is that I think we should really confront this thing soberly and get to the point where we are able to give a clear indication of what happened in the past twenty-five years in addressing this phenomenon. Because there were instruments, there were space, there were interventions that were made. But all I know is that uh, there's very little that has really been achieved. We have had. Foreign missions or so-called case studies, uh, tapping into the best practice models of how post-independent countries post, you know, what what really happened? Perhaps maybe my colleague in the studio last year can can, can throw in a word or two. I think think we we should not run the risk of just uh, thinking that because it's land, uh, it is a useful land that can be used for defined purposes. And I think there are different applications of how land can be used, residential, commercial, industrial. And uh, what I think is fundamental in this debate is, uh, you know, opening space for participation of historically disadvantaged in the in the in the in the in the space uh, land ownership in particular but also utilization of land for production so it uh, it is not going to solve any problem to just say any piece of land because the reality of the situation is that uh, the areas where our people were confined when they were taken away from what was defined as white south africa which was 87% of the country the periphery where we're dumped were actually arid you know, you know, you know, more like desert. There's nothing that you you can do. That's why, even now, uh, there's very little commercially, industrially, and otherwise that can be done in most most of the, you know, rural areas because you cannot really turn that into you know productive land. So I think uh, it is not right to hide behind ownership of uh, land uh, which is in the hands of government or in the TV, former TBVCs and what if you. What is important is how do we really come back to this very important cake. Uh, call to the economy and ensure that we open space for participation of the historical disadvantage. But I think we need also a total package because what is the point of taking land away, putting them in the hands of people that we have not prepared to play that role that can sustain the commercial productivity you know, of the country? Because uh, commercial farming has actually sharply dropped. In fact, there are very few examples we can point to of the land restitution processes because while the idea was right, the application was wrong. We are 25 years, uh, you know, in, in, into democracy. What have we done to really bring agricultural science and all other related aquaculture, related skills development interventions that prepare young people to be easily absorbed into the economy? Okay. When, yeah. But last, 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 I, I want to I want to differ with you very sharply mm, on this mm, issue. No, okay. I know that in some instances, some pockets of land were distributed yep. in the past. And and which perhaps maybe may account for a drop in in production, but but we have we have seen notice that part of your policy sequence mm, mm, is that in where the land has been distributed, some people did not have access to water rights. We know you come from Impumalanga. Mm, mm. You and I, when I met you, were in Pumalanga, mm. and and back then we through the NDA National Development yes, Agency, yes, yes, yes. vast pockets of land were distributed, and 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 where those farms. 
uh, literally failed fail because they do not have access to water rights. But, but you, need, you need a holistic intervention. It can't, it can't be taken away from uh, blaming those that uh, understood that you need to approach this thing holistically. But my, 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 I, think, I think you and I agree yes, from yes. that point mm. that, mm. that we need a holistic approach. But um, it is also dangerous for anybody because this argument is used yeah, yeah. Um, uh, with, you know, without proper analysis. Yes. Um, it's often that. blown out of context that no well, mm. land has been given the to people. The water right is very critical. It's, it's, very, right. critical, it's very critical. You know? yeah. and, and one of the critical it's issues around, around land distribution is also about um, you know, pro- pro- capacity building. Capacity. Um, yes. You, you, you know, you cannot provide mm. land and, and you don't give people to support. Mm. Mm. Uh, mm. Market, for an example. But also offtake. You know, you know? and those mm. are, those are mm. I would imagine, part of mm. the package that, no, that, that, that we exactly. need to think about. Mm. Uh, perhaps maybe uh, let's take a break. Okay. Let's take a break okay. and take a song. Okay. And, and, and uh, I can see the emotions are, are rising <laughs> up. <laughs> we'll come back in a second. This is Beyond Governance with Dr. Nimrod Mbele. Welcome back. It's, it is almost, almost 7 o'clock. We have had a very fascinating conversation tonight. Earlier on, we had uh, Alex Masila, who is the national spokesperson for the South African Communist Party, followed by Reverend uh, Michel, um who is the leader of the ACDP. And last but not least, we have Tandega Mbabame, uh, who is a DAMP. And, and we were sort of getting different views and, and, and perspective on a very, um, you know, emotional or emotive issue um, that is land expropriation without compensation. And we've heard um, from the, the, the Communist Party side of things, we've also heard from um, the DA and, and obviously the, the African you know, um, Christian Democratic Party. Fundamentally, we, we don't, in my view, we don't, I don't think there's sufficient consensus because we are operating from different uh, you know, uh, spectrum. And at some point, we do need to find that model, that middle ground that can aid uh, transformation quickly because it, it doesn't really help. It doesn't really help that we, we, we have this, this quagmire. And, and for me and most people is that the land issue cannot be a, a you know, uh, a matter that is play around particularly, you know, because of, of the elections or impending elections, so to say. It is something that needs to be done purely because it is one fundamental instrument that can aid transformation, as it were. Um, I'm going to just um, get my, my colleague in studio last week to give us a, um, literally in a, in, 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 in a minute uh, his, his, his um, parting shot on this issue. Lassi? Anything that needs change, I think uh, it has to be acknowledged that there's a need for there to be transitions. And transitions are about ensuring seamless, seamless, harmonious, you know, unfolding of processes without disruption. And I think for me that's really where the concern is that we need to find a way, because the reality is, historically, for many years our people were excluded in the productive spaces, especially in the agricultural space. And if you really come up with an intervention, it must, on one hand, balance or seek to balance productivity that is taking place and encouraging participation of those that have been there and also bringing in, you know, new entrants into that in a very, in a very responsible way, which is the reason why I, I hope that uh, at some stage, you know, political uh, leaders will find uh, each other, probably after the temperature that is normally increased by, you know, elections and confront this from a point of view of funding the middle ground that bring all South Africans to the party because I don't think that, uh, you know, there's, there's extremes of 
uh, and and I'm, I'm I'm following also you know responses. Sometimes they tend to be very extreme of, of the forum, but they, there's an acknowledgement of the need for there to be the, the, the you know the uh, the embracing of the idea of reform, but also the radical economic transformation. But I think it's a matter of really, you know, out of a patriotic you know sense and spirit, finding a way in which you can find you know consensus that can take us to the ideal. Thank you very much for for you know for 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 that parting shot, which I would imagine everybody uh, is in complete agreement. We need to find that consensus, and it's going to take um, you know trade off um, because they, we can't play a zero sum game.